everybody, welcome to another episode of Weekly Sunshine. I am Casey Kennedy, and here's episode two of my Christmas thing I'm doing. So, um, today's episode is focusing on the wise men. Um, so who are the wise men? Um, the wise men are primarily the chief magicians, astrologers, and advisors to kings. This was customary in a lot of biblical times, like, you know, how Daniel and the boys astounded the magicians, astrologers, and wise men with their interpretation of the king's dreams. I actually did a bunch of research on the internet, and I found, like, that Eastern tradition sets the number of wise men in this in the Christmas story at 12, whereas Western tradition sets it as three because of the three gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It's also really interesting that they have also been interpreted as their own kings. Like in Psalm 72, verse 11. And it says, Yea, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him. And so that is kind of um, fulfillment of prophecy. And in some places, some documents even give names for three, the three kings, um, based off of an 8th century chronicle. And they're actually portrayed as kings from Arabia, Persia, and India. And I think that's really cool. Um, just because I like history, and I think history of scripture is really cool. And to think, like, that three different actual kings... That wasn't King Herod went and visited this baby. You know? And it's kind of cool because it's like, imagine the, these three separate kings with all their kingdoms. They all meet up on the road. They find Herod because they're like, oh, he probably wants to join too. And you know, we all know where that led to. But I, I just think that's really cool. Um... Now, the story of the wise men can be found in the New Testament in Matthew chapter 2. Um, and I'm going to be reading verses 1 and 2 and then 9 through 12. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When they had heard the king... They departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. So, these wise men honored and worshipped the prophesied child. It's really cool to me that they had read the prophecies of Isaiah and other Old Testament prophets and waited for the star to appear. These men of science of the time were waiting for their savior of science, of justice, of salvation. They knew of a surety that the savior would come because it was literally their job to study the stars. It was, like the shepherds, it was their livelihood. 
to wait. Just like the shepherds, they put their livelihood on the line because their livelihood was to wait, to watch, and to inform. They honored this innocent child, one who hasn't done anything yet except hold all of the weight of the world. Everything, everywhere, all riding on the one moment to happen in the future. In a garden. On a night. Where his friends betrayed him. And he healed his enemy. And carried his cross. And drank of the bitter cup. They did this because of their faith, their love, and their devotion. Like, why do I like to bear my testimony? Why, why do I like to practice my saxophone? You know, why do I do just about anything I do? Well, if I think about it, I do what I like to do because it gives me purpose. It brings me joy. And I can find myself looking forward to living another day. I think that, like the wise men, we too can find joy in living to see another day. A day full of hope and promise that will exceed all of our expectations. The day that our Savior will come again and fulfill the prophecies we have been waiting patiently for, that we have been overcoming trials for, that we have been faithfully honoring our task to gather Israel and prepare that we have been faithfully honoring our task to gather Israel in preparation for our salvation. Just like the wise men, when things don't seem right, and we've completed a task, we've been led down a journey that we didn't see ourselves going down necessarily. I think it's also important to note that we can find our way back another way. There's not just the one way back that's the right way back. I've been thinking a lot about some of my friends and they're lost. There's a lot of thinking involved where they're reevaluating all of their choices. And I think all that we can do is just, I think that all that I can do personally is just support them in their way back. You know? Don't to not ridicule them or get mad at them or or anything like that just just supporting them and sharing my love because coming back another way 
will still include Jesus if you let it. And coming away, coming a different way back with Jesus, back to Jesus, is something we should all support. And I think just sharing our love and devotion for other people and our excitement for other people's accomplishments is something that we can all do as friends. I have a testimony that through Jesus Christ, we can make our way back. And it is so important to be excited. To be excited about Jesus. Because I'm excited for Jesus. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will see you all again soon.